Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Today we're going to focus on what this new podcast is about and the current scandal in the Catholic Church, Christ Church. So sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock, but don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchanged the art of one flesh divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day while making sure you understand marriage and courting not dating in the catholic faith bam now let's get started so What I want to do today is I want to start off with a quote, quote, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, Proverbs 27, 17. And so where that's going is we as men have to start sharpening each other, which means being virtuous, being holy, seeking God so that other men will catch on and understand what true masculinity is all about. Now, why do I do this? And welcome to the show. I'm going to tell my story uh, of why I do this in four parts. Um, so the, the fir- this first show will be one part, and then as the other shows come in succession i'll do the other three parts of the show and so the question i really want to start out saying is and asking is why do i do this well it's simple because i was sick and tired of being sick and tired and basically man i had to do something i mean i just couldn't sit back anymore and this was about three years ago. I had to, I couldn't sit back anymore and just keep watching things go by and by without me learning my faith, getting more acquainted with God, um, seeing the society go down the way it was going without saying something. Why? Because my boys, uh, which I, I have plenty, <laughs> my boys, they just didn't have, they had nowhere to turn to. So if I died, there was no one around and no one in our society or anywhere to teach them the ways of God and to help them be the men that God was calling them to be. So part one is my first child. And basically in my life, hey, I made a lot of mistakes in the past. And that's why, um, that's kind of why I can like warn others about what I did, especially those who aren't married yet. Um, And I can warn them. And what I wanted to do, <laughs> I tried my best. I wanted my other, my boys, turn boys, to get rid of the Jacob's curse. And um, what do I mean by the Jacob's curse? The Jacob's curse is having kids in school. Okay, so my father had me in high in high school. I guess when he was eighteen, and my mom was sixteen, and then um, I had my son, my first son. Um, who I don't get to see anymore. I really never gotten to see because I went to the military um, for like 10 years uh, across overseas. And when I would come back, I mean, we just didn't have anything. Um, and then when I, I would try to get a hold to him and then later years after when he was deep in high school, I, um, I tr- we tried to get together and it just has never happened. And honestly, I've missed his entire life and I really regret it. And that's one of the things that I, that, that started me on the journey of wanting to make things better because man, I just realized it had to be better than this. And I lost one child and I'm not saying it was all my fault. I'm not saying it's all his mother's fault, but what I am saying is in the way of society, I just didn't know how to be a real man. I didn't know what that entailed and nobody really taught me. Sure. My father would tell me things, 
But honestly, looking back, I don't really think he really even knew. And so when we keep when and when we keep going on and on, to me, I started what the reason I was blessed is because I started listening to God tell me things. And what I mean, I mean the Holy Spirit. I'm just, I'm not saying God came in my head and said, Jerry, you gotta do this. No, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is the little taps on the shoulder that you get throughout your life. You know, the Holy Spirit taps and goes, don't do that or do this or come to me, find me. Where's God? You know, and so I started doing that because that was one of the first things in my life that made me know when I lost my son, that my first son that I knew wasn't right. Um, So moving on, and I have a lot of regret from that. You know, I had sex in high school, and when I did that, you know, that that caused a, a ripple, you know, um, and we're going to go into a whole lot of things about women and when we have in clinical course with them, what that does to them and how we're ultimately responsible for that and how much power we have. So that's the first part of my story. Uh, of why I do this. So look for part two and podcast number two. So what's this show about? Do it yourself, marriage and relationship help for men. So basically um, what I wanted to do is I want to create something um, that for men in marriage and men in relationships. So quote, I wanted to create somewhere where men could go and find answers to their problems on their own without interference from counselors, governments, therapists, and wives, a place where they could think and reflect in peace. End quote. Jerry Jacobs, Jr. CatholicAlpha.com. You know, it used to be men dealt with their own problems on their own with the help of the church. You know, confession, prayer, the sacraments, and the natural law. This helped us through most things, physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of our lives. You know, and our priest was our confessor and guy, if it even came to that. Now that's all gone. We have become blobs of emotional, whiny wusses. And what we've also done, man, is we allowed the evil one to take control of most things and has in, and he's infiltrated the church at its highest levels. And we can't handle anything without crying to some therapist anymore. And that's that's crazy. Every time we I look around, you know, my boys really have no role models. Every time I look around and I walk outside these doors, you know, all these men, grown men, first thing tomorrow is going to a therapist or calling the government, child protection service to come in their house and deal with this or taking the kid to some counselor or giving the kid some all this medicine to dope him up, dope the little boy up to the little boy. He can't, he can't function. And that's when we've taken discipline out of the home. Um, or better yet, we do nothing and watch things escalate to suicide, disease, drug addiction, porn abuse, etc. And that's one thing we don't understand. You know, <laughs> sin has to go somewhere, man. The bad things we do and, and, and the things in the universe that we put out into the universe as men and also the things we do inside ourselves and that we do and perpetrate onto others, sin, which God calls it a sin, it has to go somewhere if we don't get that out of us. And guess what that is? It escalates to boys killing themselves, disease, drug addiction, porn, abuse. Like right now in the Catholic faith, we got this scandal going on about priests again and bishops and messing with boys. Now and then escalated from little boys to young men trying to come into the seminary and stuff. And the people hiding it. It's just getting crazy. The evil one has taken control of most things because he is the prince of this realm and has infiltrated the church at its highest levels. This show is about teaching you and encouraging you to once again become the hero of your marriage, wife, and children. How to take responsibility for your marriage and become the man God created you to be. 
thereby creating a legendary marriage that will span not just a lifetime, but eternally as the fruits of your labor spread to your children and your children's children. You as a man, we have to begin again, starting to take control of our homes, becoming, and, and our mission should be heaven, which to get there, we need to seek God, be virtue, holy, and become a saint. And if we're not doing that, our families and our wives and all the girlfriends that we that we have will never marry them, will never be do right by them, and what that would do is corrupt them. So, and if you're single, the show is to how to find and choose the perfect woman. You know, the woman of your dreams, the woman God has in store for you. And really, what is courting all about? Courting is about you finding the perfect woman that God wants to give you to do what? To help you as a man get to heaven, to help your children get to heaven. Because believe me, brother, <laughs> the wrong woman, she will either lead you to heaven or lead you to hell. And what we do these days, we don't really find the right woman for us. What we try to do is we get them, we sleep with them, then we live with them, then we dump them. Or revert, or we go, we find them, we kiss them, we sleep with them, then we dump them. You know, most men, we think because we living with somebody, we hanging out with a girl, and she's our number one girl that we're just, you know, we're doing right by her. No, you ain't, man. You wasting her time, bruh. You wasting her time. So, now, moving on to the next thing. This show will deal with three main areas. Number one, prayer warfare. Number two, the art of manliness. And number three, making love mastery. These three things incorporate marriage and relationships. Now, I'm going to explain what each one is in a short. So, number one is prayer warfare. This will teach you how to pray to, to protect. This, I'm sorry. This will teach you how to pray to protect your family from infiltration by evil forces in your marriage, your family, and home. That the battle for the lives and souls of your wife and children is a spiritual battle, not a physical battle. We've got to understand that it's two realms, the natural and the supernatural. It's, we, it's easier to come out here and we think it's to protect our family physically, you know, but what are you doing as a man to protect your family spiritually? So you got to protect your family when your knucklehead butt ain't around. And how do you do that? You do that with prayer and sacrifice. Okay. And also how you must enter that battle daily or face trials in your marriage and home that will cause dissent, unrest, and in many cases, divorce. Right now, if your marriage is in chaos, it's because of you as a man. That's right. Because you're not praying, you're not getting the graces from prayer, you're not seeking God, and you're you're not you're letting the devil infiltrate your home and move right past you to your wife, your children. And if you're single, how do you enter that battle daily? So you must enter the battle daily too, so that you are able to see the perfect woman when she comes and gain the habits once you're married to be able to protect and defend your wife and family spiritually. See, man, a lot of single dudes, we they go, you know, I ain't got to worry about that marriage stuff. Yeah, man, then you get married, you get divorced in two years. Or you got three and four kids with your wife after 10 years and you've abandoned her. See, man, this is all relative, single, married, and everything. And the reason you want to learn what a good marriage is and how to court and do things the right way now so that when you do see the right woman, you know that's the one for you. You don't mess around with her for two, three, a year, six years and stuff. Talk about, yeah, we're going to get married eventually while using up her beauty and her vitality and her youth, wasting her time. See, you in six months, three or four months, six months, you ready to get married. You ready to make that make a woman out of her. You ready to have some kids, send those kids, those souls back to Christ, um, back to back to God as saints. See, you ain't know about that. But anyway, we're gonna move on because I don't want to get hyped up right now. I'm trying to be cool. This is the first show. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. The next category is the art of manliness. That's right. The art of manliness. Manliness. 
teaching you the true what true masculinity is. And true masculinity is what? True masculinity is Christ. And you don't even know that. See, you probably think Christ is like some little soft dude with some old long hair and all this, you know, soft skin and all that stuff. Man, Christ was not that. And that's the problem with when people, you know, in these churches present Christ as he looks weak and he wasn't weak. So what, what we need to do is we need to analyze what Christ really was as a man so that we start to use him as a model to emulate him. Right. So the first thing I'm going to say is Christ was more of a man than anything. That's why we're supposed to follow him. Why? Because he gave his life for every soul and sin on the planet. Okay. And when a man gives his life for that, he is a, a person worthy to be upheld. And can you, could you have withstood being crucified? You know, someone nailing stuff in your arms and in your feet. Could you have stood being beaten? Could you have stood getting scourged with metal hooks in your back and lasted all that time? No, you couldn't have. But not only that, it's not that he withstood that. It's that why he did it. And it's time for us as men to understand why he did it because it's very deep and very telling. And if you don't even understand God and understand that he came down from an omniscient being to from, to the lowly creature status of a man. Why? To sacrifice his life and pain so that he would know, so that you can't say, well, what does Christ know? He wasn't, he didn't, he didn't, what does God know? He didn't, he ain't going through what I'm going through. Okay. So the art of manliness, this area teaches you how to man up. Have courage and defend Christ, your marriage, your wife, and your children. What the true definition of a man is as deemed by God, not the world, and why you must embrace your role as the head and leader of your family. Also, how to release yourself and your son for emasculation and effeminacy. If you don't take control of your home, if you don't learn how to be what a true man, a man of courage is, a Christian soldier, your 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 boy will either become a homosexual, a homosexual, he will be, he will become soft, he will become weak, he won't be able to take trials and tribulation. That's why you need your sons need you, man. Your sons need you so that they understand how to be a true man. And if you don't understand what a true man is, you can't become that so that your son and your daughters have understand what a true man really is and what masculinity really is. And you know what your daughter would do? If you don't man up and do and be avert and be virtuous, what your daughter's going to do, she's going to pick some knucklehead out there that's going to use her, abuse her, and throw away like a rag doll. And then, only then will you see where you will start to think, man, what did I do? Okay. Um, also, how to be a great example of manliness for your wife, your children, environment, and society as a whole. Our job as men is to be an example for our parishes, our environment, the society, our wives, and our children. If we're not trying to be the best examples of that, that means we have the evil one inside of us manipulating us, and we have the demons and manipulating us instead of doing what we need to do to be the men we're supposed to be. Um, what's We need to understand, also, the art of manliness teaches you what suffering and sacrifice truly is and how you, as the head of your family, must embrace this as Christ did. Now, Christ was what? Christ was the husband. Christ, and then, so what is the church? His body, his, what is the church? The church is his bride, Okay. That's why it's, understand, uh, uh, it's important that we understand our faith because Christ sacrificed himself for his bride, which was the church. And the church is, is, is his bride. So he gave his life for all of us who is the, who, who, who come, who can compromise, who comprise the church. Okay. Um, and so, if you are to have a prosperous family and lead them towards God, as men, we have to always be leading our wives, our children towards God. And if we're single, we should be 
trying to find the most virtuous woman we can. And then she should be trying to help us get to heaven and get married and have children and send those children's souls back to God as saints. See, you have to have a purpose other than money, job, um, cars, uh, success and fame. You know why? Because all that stuff's fleeting, man. It ends. Okay. The last category, making love mastery, understanding what the true meaning of sex is, why God created sex, why you must understand how to become a great lover for the benefit of your beloved wife. Now, I'm not talking about become a, a, a world-class lover so you can go out here and sleep with every you know, floozy out here or every home wrecker to ruin your marriage or, you know, sleeping with, or if you're single, sleeping with three, four, five, ten women over two or three years and stuff or over six months thinking that's a real man. That ain't a real man. That's not what sex is about. Matter of fact, dude, that is eroticism. That's not intimacy. And then we will learn the difference between eroticism and intimacy. Okay. Anything outside of marriage is eroticism, man. It destroys the woman. It destroys you. It allows the devil to infiltrate your life and your home. And if you don't understand that, man, that's why your marriage might be where it's at or you have bad relationships all the time because you keep allowing the devil to infiltrate your, and the demons to infiltrate, you know, infiltrate your environment. And when you do that, man, you're, you, you have rejected God and said, I have turned my life over to Satan. And that's why you have to continually remember that there are two realms, the natural realm and the supernatural realm. Okay? There's always things that you can't see, and you have to understand that as a man, see? Okay? Bad things never happen by chance. Good things never happen by chance. Okay, there's a reason for all this, and it's time that you get your head out of baseball games and basketball games and the golf and the fishing. If you don't do that, man, your family, you're leading your family in the wrong direction because this life is a test, brother. And this life is a test. If you don't understand nothing about that, you know, like right now, I'm real serious, but I do a lot of joking around and stuff, man. But I'm serious right now because this is a serious thing, man. Look at the church. Look at the Catholic church and what didn't happen, dude. The men in the church, we have allowed, and the men in the society, we have allowed the number one church to get infiltrated. And now look, it's a complete scandal, man, because we was weak. We are weak. We don't want to stand up for nothing. And then we think everybody's supposed to be good. You're not good naturally. You need good. You need grace to be good. You need grace from God to be good. Okay. All right. So that's sex. I'm so making love mastery. Why God created it. Why you must understand how to become a great lover for the benefit of your beloved wife. Why the marital embrace is meant for marriage only. The difference between intimacy and lust or eroticism, and why lust is a lie and intimacy is long-lasting and forever. You know, I like to say lust with eroticism because people seem to understand eroticism more because, you know, intimacy is different from eroticism. Um, the complete and total satisfaction and fulfillment of your beloved wife, which most of us don't do, we only consider ourselves doing lovemaking, and then when it's over, you know, our wife, we fall asleep and our wife is sitting there watching TV. See, hey man, that ain't cool. Anyway, why you must also, making love mastery, why you must delay your wants, desires, and needs in lieu of your wife's and how this leads to a greater union with God. Why the mental embrace takes three, God, you, and your wife, or, um, and your wife, or eventually your intimacy will become lukewarm, passionless, and infrequent. We must begin to include God in our bedrooms. See, you over the last 60 years, 100 years or whatever, you hear this thing, keep God out of my bedroom. See, man, that's that that's uh that's that's uh that's idiocracy. Why do you think people every the first one or two years they make they love making is great? Or they had sex before they was married and they think, oh, sex is great. After five years, three years, four years. 10, 20, 50, 60 years, 
ain't nobody having sex no more. You know why? Because because the lust and ran out. The eroticism then ran out on your on your butt, man. You don't really have nothing. And then when you do make love, you're forcing your wife to do it. She don't want to do it or she's forcing you. You don't really want to do it. You'd rather be watching the baseball game. You need reason we must include God in sex because our intimacy leads to God. And when your intimacy leads to God, you you create just like Jesus, the Son, and the Father create the Holy Spirit. When you as a man and woman make love, nine months later, you create like the Father did and the Holy Spirit did. I mean, in, in the in Christ and the Son did. You create a human person. Okay? God allows you to participate in the creation. And you must start to look at it as that. If you don't involve God and pray, you know, before, during, and after making love, you don't involve God in all this, man. Your 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 intimacy becomes lustful, it becomes erotic, it becomes short, it becomes um it just becomes, you know, basically lackluster and passionless and fr- and then also fruitfulness. Fruitless, okay? So um, the next thing, so that's that's the three categories the show's going to deal with. So what is this show? What is this show's goal for you? The goal of this show is to give you a mission and purpose as a man. And that mission is for you to become a holy lover. So now your next question is, what's a holy lover? A holy lover is two things. Number one, you becoming the man God created you to be. And number two, you becoming the man your wife needs you to be. When you accomplish those two things, you have become and reached a holy lover. You have gotten holy lover status, as I like to call it. Okay? It's very important. You have to have something to reach for. All right? So, what will becoming a holy lover accomplish? Okay, it will keep you out of divorce court. <laughs> right. I don't want you to become the I don't want you to become part of the top 50, dude. You know what the top 50 is? It's the top 50% in divorce. I don't want you in front of the annulment tribunal trying to get an annulment because you and your wife can't make it work. Okay. Also, keeps your family together and prosperous. It keeps peace in your home. It keeps your wife happy, fulfilled, and secure. It gives you a guide and purpose as to what life is really about, and that ain't money and career. Why? Because like I said before, it's fleeting. Next, help you save your soul and the souls of your wife and children. Look, man, I hate to say it. If you ain't trying to help and, and work with God to save the souls of your wife and children, what are you here for? What are you doing? If you one of them people... Even if you are Catholic, even if you're Christian or whatever, and you think that when you die, it's all over, man, I'm I'm not trying to be mean here, but you got serious problems, man. You got serious problems. How we, what is this life about? I mean, dude, you can't be sitting around here thinking that you go through, even if, I don't care if you got a billion dollars, you still suffer. There are still bad things that go on in your life. You still have trials and tribulations. And if you're not, if you're not a billionaire, then let's say you are poor, extremely poor. And I'm not talking about America poor. I'm talking about, you know, Haiti poor, the country of Haiti poor. That's why God loves the poor, man. That's why God asks us all to help the poor because the poor suffer so much. So you're telling me that this whole life, This whole 100 years that we have on this earth, if we lucky, is for us to just go and play around. And then when you do and you suffer and disease and babies die early and kids die and your wife dies early or or abortion, aborted babies die. They thrown around and pull out of their mama's womb and thrown on a, a table and cut up and thrown in the trash. That that's just bad luck. Man, it's not just bad luck, man. It's not bad luck. It's a reason. This life is a test. 
It's a test for us to be see if we're worthy to spend the life, spend life with God in eternity. Okay, you're only going to spend eternity two places, heaven or hell. And if you don't believe there's a hell, then there can't be a heaven. If you don't believe there's a heaven, then there can't be a hell. Okay. You got to understand and start taking this stuff serious, man. You got, if you got, even if you're not married and you got kids and you're single, you got to understand, man, this ain't no joke out here. Okay. All right. So, um, because let's be real. Ultimately, you are responsible for the success or failure of your marriage. As a man, you are held responsible for the success and failure of your marriage. If single, what becoming a holy lover does, if single, to understand your duties and responsibilities in courting, marriage, family, and society. Also, if you're single, to understand single is not a vocation. Vocation, religious life, and how to prepare for both. There are only two vocations. People are going to tell you all kind of crazy stuff, but there's two vocations. Either you're going to be married or you're going to be a priest or you're going to be a nun if you're a woman. Okay, that's it. Why? Because when you get married, you start to learn how to sacrifice and become the way when you sacrifice, you start to become, if you listen to the Holy Spirit, you start to become holy and virtuous. And then that chips away the selfishness and the egoism in yourself and allows you to get closer to God. And when you get become closer to God, you get closer to heaven. Priests and nuns, I'm going to explain this real quick. Priests, priests are married to the church, okay? Just like Christ is married to the church and he died for it. And that's what priests, the ones that are doing things the right way, the ones that are praying and in adoration and being being the representation of Christ on earth, those priests are married to the church and the church sanctifies them and and remove the edges off of them and makes them suffer and sacrifice. And it's the same effect as being in marriage. You can't, it's so hard. It's like the rich man, like what God was talking about, the rich man. You know, it's easier um, for a rich man to get through the eye of a needle than to make it to heaven. Why? Because if you got a billion dollars like Oprah and, and the Gates and everything, or you are king of England or queen of England or something, your life is basically easy. Sure, you still have sufferings. You still have a lot of different things that you go through. You know, your mama dies. You have siblings that die and things like that. But that's nothing like the poor. Okay? And so if you're single and you never marry your whole life, you you don't have any children, you're not married, you have no one to suffer and die for, dude. Nobody. Your whole life is about you. What you can do, how much money you can make, how much career and fame you got, be trying to be a politician or something, how many cars you can get, but all that stuff runs out, then what you left with? You're on your dying bed with nobody around, you ain't got no kids, you ain't got no wife, everybody's dead, or, or especially if you don't get married, you have nothing. You have nothing that you really can say because you can't take all that stuff with you, man. That's why this life is not a, a this life is not a um that's why this life is 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 a test. And that's why it's, it's not it's not good luck or bad luck, man. God gives you trials and tribulations so that you understand as a man that you can't do this all by yourself. That's what killed when somebody on the TV and news say, say, they say, uh, they say it's so funny that he's a self-made man. Man, do you know that's so that's such bull. Nobody is a self-made man. You need, I don't care if you Bill Gates or Oprah Winfrey or whoever you are, you somebody in your life helped you along. And you know the first person that helped you along? The person that wiped your butt, which was your daddy and your mama. Then you had people as you grew in your career and you grew in your life that helped you along. Nobody's a self-made man. You can't even breathe without God, brother. 
If God pulled his grace away from you right now, or pulled his energy and life force away from you right now, because he is the initial mover, you would die right now. Think about it. Anyway, um, um, let me see. And lastly, how to learn how to fix yourself first before blaming God, your wife, your children, your girlfriend, society, the government, your friends, your parents, your siblings. We as men have to learn to fix ourselves first. Fix ourselves first, and then once you fix yourself, then you can start worrying about your wife and your kids and everybody else. But if you have flaws, then you're gonna have then you can't how are you gonna go to somebody and tell them what they should and shouldn't be doing? Not even that, man. Let's not even say that, because that's kind of crazy too. How are you gonna lead your family? And people who see you in society as a man, how are you going to lead them towards God and to a better life? If you don't fix yourself, if you in marriage and things are going wrong, instead of looking at your wife first, look at yourself. Because I guarantee you, if you fix yourself, your wife will look at you and go, man, he's completely different. And guess what she's going to do? She's going to start working on herself because she's going to look at you and go, man, something's wrong. I need to, you know, I'm not worthy of him. Anyway, okay, so, um, and remember, man, everything that I speak about in this show, this is how God set it up. This is not me talking. I, You know, we have to understand that somebody's right and somebody's wrong on this earth and in this situation. Either the Catholic Church, which is Christ's church, either they're, either Christ is wrong or he's not God. So you got to make a you got to make a you got to make a um you got to make a decision. You can't go picking and choosing what you want to believe when it comes to the Catholic faith, you know, and what Christ was talking about. Either Christ is all truth, all knowing, and all everything, or he's a complete false and lie, and he's not God. So that's what I'm saying. Either. You know, what I'm talking about is what God's talking about and Christ talked about, you know, and that's really, that's really it. So don't kill the messenger. You know, if you find yourself getting mad, that's good you're getting mad. You know why? Because that means that's the Holy Spirit talking to you saying that you got some things in your marriage and in your life or with your relationships that you need to fix. All right. All right. Good. So understand Holy lover status is a journey, a journey you must complete for the reward of a whole and complete marriage and family grounded in holiness. So how are we going to accomplish this? First, we're going to do interviews with priests and religious. Okay, we're going to do not all the time. Okay, we're going to interview other men that are doing the marriage thing right. So you single, little single young boys, y'all can learn what a marriage is supposed to look like because you don't know right now because nobody's taught you. Okay, priests that are doing it right, holy and virtuous priests that sacrifice and suffer, that are praying, that are doing their um, their morning prayers like they're supposed to, that are getting the adoration like they're supposed to, that are suffering for their parishes, that are suffering for their organizations, that are that are you know that are doing marriages and and making other people holy, that are advising, not, not watering down the face. Those priests are the ones we're going to be interviewing. Okay, not the ones like um, Archbishop uh, Vigano's talking about in the scandal right now. We want the priests that are doing it the right way so that you can get the kind of the spiritual direction that you need to further your journey. Okay, so we're also going to have Q&A email questions from you. So basically, anytime you have a question, you know, go to Catholic Alpha. What is it called? Uh, Radical questions at CatholicAlpha.com. Radical questions at CatholicAlpha.com to um and email a question, or you can just go to our contact page on CatholicAlpha.com and send the question there. And what we'll do is we'll I'll, you know, get the answer to it, and I'll and answer it. And um, a lot of times, I might save them sometimes for a pre when the priest comes on and stuff. Okay, all right. 
Next, um, learn how to fix ourselves as men first, then worry about our wife, children, grandchildren, and girlfriend society. Well, I talked about that. The teachings of the Christ Church, which is what I'll be doing a lot. I'll be doing a lot of teaching, okay? Giving you resources and things like that you can go to. Matter of fact, things on Catholic Alpha that I have. Because this is this is the Catholic Alpha podcast, okay? So there's a blog and it has all this stuff on there. There's products, there's free stuff, there's paid stuff, there's articles, videos, all kind of. If you're a video person too, there you go, okay? Um, so also, and the most important thing, we're going to have checklists and guides on how to implement these principles in your daily life. Okay. All right. So how's it going so far? Is it going off right for you so far? Am I doing too much talking? I know I do a lot of talking, man, but I'm passionate about what I'm trying to do because I care about you, man. I'm sick and tired of these marriages going south, man. You know, for the last two or three months, I've been down about it, you know, but this, my wife, you know, that's why when you got you to have a good woman, man. She didn't fire me up again. Talking about I need to say something about this stuff going on in, in the church because everybody's, you know, out here saying all this crazy stuff, you know. And I need to 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 uh, give the take on what Christ is really talking about. And so that's why I'm here, man. And I want you as a man to come along on this journey, man. Cause I got a lot of few my few of my friends, man. They talking about doing some radical stuff. That's why it's called Catholic Alpha Radical, dog. Because we trying to change. We already changed this. We already changed this. People, men like me, and look, women can't change the church. Only men can change the church. And you can say and look however you want, cause you've been you've been manipulated and you've been brainwashed into thinking women, men can only men. We have to change the men if you want to change the church. You have to change the men if you want to change society, okay? That's why God put us in charge, okay? It's don't be mad at me. Be mad at Christ if you want to be mad at somebody. But that's, that's you know, that's fruitless. So, Catholic Alpha's Radical Rant of the Day. We are to Catholic Alpha's Radical Rant of the Day, which is part of the show. We've been going for about 40 minutes right now. So, what we're going to do, uh, we got about another 50, you know, uh, 15, 20 minutes left to go. Um, then we're going to wrap this up for the first show. So, Catholic Alpha's Radical Rant of the Day. The Cowardice of Men. The top 21 reasons men have caused the 2018 scandal in the Catholic Church and why we're not going to take it anymore. Bam. Okay. So before I start, this will be a 21 episode series. So basically it's one per show. Okay. There's one per show. So the next 20 shows after this one, we're going to cover one in each. Also, understand, scan, you know, I know I'm going to get some pullback on this, but you know, truth is truth. Um, Look at Leviticus, Leviticus, if you don't believe me, look at what homosexuality has done to the church. Look what it's done to the society. Look what it's done to our boys. Look what it's done to our girls. Look at what, you know, we don't, I mean, no one has to really even talk against um homosexuality so-called same-sex marriage and all that stuff you know why because all a person gotta do is say look at society and look what it's caused and only a person that's completely blind that is illogical cannot see the dim that what's going on and what it's done okay but we got to understand god loves everybody it's called mercy but you have to have justice. If if God God is of, of justice and mercy, mercy's great, but without justice, the universe has to have a conclusion. 
And that is where there's justice. Otherwise, everybody would go to heaven and it wouldn't be fair. Think about it. If there are three people and three people going to a store and one robs one robs the store, all three of them rob the store, and then the they go they go to court, and then two of the robbers get twenty five years in jail, and the judge lets the other one off because he's a because he's a nice guy. Is that fair? That's called justice, and that's the problem with the people, the bishops, and the priests, and the lady in the church that all they talk about is mercy. Listen, only the Blessed Mother is mercy. The Blessed Mother is pure, pure mercy. If you include her in your daily prayers and you ask her, she will ask our, her son, Christ, to be merciful. And most likely, you'll probably get it. But without the Blessed Mother, there is no, there is no pure mercy. Because God has to be just to everyone. He can't send all these people to hell and then send you to heaven when you disobedient for a hundred years. Just think about, just really think about the craziness of that. The, the, the logic of it. Okay. Also understand scandal. The scandal of the homosexual infiltration of the Catholic church was, was planned and is not the teaching of the Catholic church. There are many Judases among us. You don't leave Christ for Judas. Listen, Right now, we got to understand that this evil has penetrated the Catholic faith. It's been going on really before Vatican II, but we're not even going to have to really talk about that. We have to understand, you never leave Christ. Christ set up the Catholic faith. And again, if you don't believe that Christ is God, then what are you here for? If you don't believe that Christ is God, you need to go and find out why you don't believe that and then get it right. Okay? The, when people in the church do wrong, they are men. If you think you're going to walk into a perfect, a holy church, when you walk in there, your parish, on wherever it is in this country or in this world, if you think everything and everybody in there is sacred and holy, well, when you walk in there, it just became unholy. You know why? Because you're a sinner. You crazy and you illogical and you don't do things wrong all the time. You got to go to confession too. That's why God say doesn't don't leave the church. You can't leave the church. You have to fight within the church. All right. Okay. Um, why? Um, another thing. Why don't you leave the church? Why don't you be a Judas and leave the church? Because being a Judas leads you to hell, man. Okay. I'm gonna let that linger for just a second. So. Um, we must fight within the church. This is how Christ demands because this is the church he created. God created, Christ created the Catholic church before he left. He told Peter, upon this, uh, rock, upon this church, I build you, you know, the rock. He, Peter is the rock. He is the foundation of the church, the succession. He goes from Peter all the way to the, to, to the bishops now. Okay. Boom. No other church can say that. The Muslims can't say that. Uh, the Protestants can't say that. And Protestant means people that are Baptists, uh, and, uh, you know, Jehovah's Witness, uh, you know, uh, um, Methodists, all those kinds, those kind of people. Those are Protestants, the ones who reject the Catholic faith. You know, they're, you know, so they're kind of like Judas's. You can say, you can be mad at me, but this is Catholic Alpha Radical. Okay. We're trying to tell the truth. If you're not in the church, and if you're a Protestant and you don't understand why I say that, don't get mad. Or if you do get mad, it's fine. Go and find the answer. Go and find the answer of why I'm saying that, of why I'm saying this, okay? Please, just don't get mad and go, hey, he, he don't know what he's talking about. I'm going to find him and shoot him. Whatever, find me and shoot me, but find me and shoot me, and you still going to not know the answer of why I say Protestants and Judases. Now, if you don't know, boom. But once you do find out, you need to considerably understand about why you're not in the Catholic faith and why you're not in Christ's church. Bam, enough I'm going to say that right now. Because I'll get really crazy on that. I'll start going off for five hours about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So moving on. Um, we must fight within the church. This is how Christ demands it because the church is what he created. 
Okay. Like again, I am only seeing what's in the scripture within tradition. I'm not making this stuff up. Okay. In society, what is a major cause for the failure of marriage and family? So we're moving on. In society, what is the major cause of marriage and family? All right. What the major cause, if you didn't say what the what the major failure of, of, of marriage and family is, okay? What's wrong with fam the marriage marriage right now? Let's just really stay focused on marriage because marriage is the foundation of society, of the universe, of everything. Family is secondary. Without marriage, you have no family. So marriage is the core, okay? So in society, again, what is a major cause for the failure of marriage? If you didn't say the men, you got it wrong. Many United States, we I call us the wusses of the West. Why? Because we're completely selfish. We're concerned only with feeling good. And no one has taught us the real meaning of being a man. So we go on what we feel and all that kind of crazy mess. Okay? We think because we have all this technology, we think we're so advanced. Where in fact, we've really regressed. We don't understand, man, people haven't changed and people don't change. People do not change, okay? Technology doesn't make you a better human person. Technology doesn't make you spiritually or holy. It doesn't make you a saint. It doesn't make you perfect, okay? The nature of man doesn't and won't change because of our brokenness, original sin. We are broken. So the only way to become unbroken and holy is we have to be taken through trials and tribulations so that we so that God uh removes that from us, which is why we need God and His grace. Technology is only a physical tool, nothing more and nothing less. Technology doesn't improve your character, virtuousness, or holiness. Again, technology does not improve your character, virtuousness, or holiness. Okay? People do not change. They have not changed since after God created Adam and Eve and the original sin happened. Get over it. Grow from it. We sacrifice, men in the, in the, and especially in the United States, we sacrifice for nothing of real importance. Sure, we will sacrifice somewhat for a career or money, but these should be a low priority sacrifice. Why? Because materialism is a great education, great schools, nice cars and homes and all that kind of stuff, beautiful clothes, tons of money and career. Like I said before, they're all fleeting. Moreover, these don't pose any real questions such as what? Career and all that stuff. They don't, they don't really answer the question. If you, if you know a person that's an atheist, he's crazy. He knows nothing. He is completely a complete selfish person. Why? Because he wants to be his own God. He can't answer. What's my purpose as a man? Why was I created? What happens when I die? Okay. Also, what good is all these things if when you die, your soul is banished to hell? Look, a real man pursues the truth no matter where it leads him. Why? Because the truth is painful. It causes us to seek God and answers the above questions. Pleasure and selfishness are a lie, and neglecting holiness, virtue, and not speaking out the truth of God is complete cowardice. Today, that's one of the problems in the church, one of the top 21 problems in the church why men have caused this scandal, because they are complete cowards, and we'll go over that, okay? Um, if you are not seeking the ultimate truth, which is God, you are seeking the ultimate lie, which is the evil one. Isn't it time you choose a side? Okay, so let's get started with number one of the top 21 reasons that men are responsible for the 2018 scandal in the Catholic Church. Before each number one, I will read a quote directly from the document containing Cardinal Car Carlo Maria Vigano so that you understand the gravity of this situation and move us and move to destroy and speak out against it in your environment, which is your church, your marriage, your family, society, and work. So here we go. Quote, Archbishop Vigano on the abuses of, Mc of Cardinal McCarrick. Quote, I had always believed and hoped that the hierarchy of the church would, the hierarchy of the church could find within itself 
the spiritual resources and strength to tell the whole truth, to amend and to renew itself. That is why, even though I had repeatedly been asked to do so, I always avoided making statements to the media, even when it would have been my right to do so, in order to defend myself against the calumnies published about me, even by my high-ranking preludes of the, common, the Roman Curia. But now that the corruption has reached the very top of the church's hierarchy, my conscience dictates that I reveal those truths regarding the heartbreaking case of the Archbishop Emeritus of Washington, D.C., Theodore McCarrick, which I came to know in the course of the duties entrusted to me by St. John Paul II as delicate for the pontifical representations from 1998 to 2009 and by Pope Benedict XVI as Apostolic Nuncio to the United States of America from October 19, 2011 until the end of May 2016, end quote. So let's get started. There is no certain order as they all feed up on one another. Number one, refusal to accept our role as true men of Christ. And I've talked about that a lot today. This is number one, the refusal to accept our role as true men of Christ, which is one this is the first reason that men have caused this scandal in the Catholic faith. We've basically given up understanding what true masculinity entails. We really don't care because it's hard. The Catholic Church, Christianity is hard. And that is what builds us. But if we neglect it, it kills us. Um, hard because to be responsible for each and everything in this realm. We are, the church is hard because God placed us men responsible for everything in this realm. Remember in Genesis when God told Adam, he said, look, name all the plants, the animals and everything. You are responsible. This is before Eve was even created. This means that you, we as men are responsible and will be held responsible in the particular judgment. That's when you die upon whatever disease or whatever you have, whenever you die, you will be held responsible. That's why you must accept your role. It's not what you want to do, it's what you must do, okay? If we reject that duty, we will be held responsible at the particular judgment, meaning what did we do to further the kingdom of God? Did we bring our wives, sons, daughters along with us? Or did we abandon them to fend for themselves in a den of wolves in a den of wolves because we were selfish and effeminate? The real crime is not knowing, man. The real crime is not knowing how to be a man. The real crime is the refusal to listen to the Holy Spirit urging you to seek your true mission as a man and not ignore your ultimate mission. And once you have and once you have men who don't care or don't want to care about their true purpose, you get what we had today in the church and society. Men who are aloof, who are weak, who are clueless and really don't even care. And that's my rant today on that. And it's harsh, but it's the truth, man. And if we, you can't fix nothing until you stand up and bring it out and accept what it is. And I'm not saying that you as a man have all those problems, but I'm saying most of us have some of them. Okay. And we, if, if the first thing that we got to accept is we have problems with masculinity, man. We got to accept that so that we can we can fix it because our children need a mother and a father in the house married and going to church. Bam. Okay. So what do you think? Okay. I want you to send your questions to radicalquestions at catholicalpha.com. Radicalquestions at catholicalpha.com. So next. 20-minute marriage makeover. Is your marriage mediocre, lukewarm, or failing? Want to understand why? Take the 20-minute marriage makeover challenge. What's the big weakness you have holding your marriage back from greatness? What is the big weakness in your marriage that's holding it back from greatness? 
Take the assessment at CatholicAlpha.com. The problem is you don't know what you don't know. And that's our problem as men. We're always, you know, we think we know everything. We don't know anything. We refuse to learn, okay? Don't let your pride get in the way. Also, if listening to the show on iTunes, please remember to rate the show. In conclusion, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, and it states, Society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So, go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you, Christian soldier, for listening in today. Remember, Catholic Alpha Radical is designed to repair, ignite, and once again spark the fire back into your marriage or relationship. So, what's your next action step? One, share this podcast with someone needing help in their marriage or relationship. Two, rate this podcast if listening on iTunes. Three, subscribe to this podcast if listening on CatholicAlpha.com. 